Hello and welcome to another episode of Soap Secrets. I'm Rachel and I'm standing in for Hannah this week because she's off on her holes. I joined Hannah a few weeks ago to cover for Claire, so I'm swapping hats this time and I'm glad to be back. Um, hi Claire, what have you got for us in the soaps this week? I've heard a rumour that there's the, the big three soaps are all going to shuffle around their days. So uh, are we going to need to keep an eye on the TV listings? We are. Hi Rachel, yes we are. So football, there's football on both sides, on ITV and BBC One this week, which is really causing havoc with your soap schedule. So in Corrie, we only have four episodes as two one-hour showings. Only four? That's no good. What am I going to do? I know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's, it's, but it's still a really good week. We've got four great episodes. And um, it's all Lydia, Sarah and Adam. Of course it is. Oh, of course it is. I love this. Lydia's been so <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? She's so <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> well, this week she really rips Adam's life apart. Um, and she is a sneaky one, isn't she? She's massively sneaky. Um, and I just she's done it so so well and Adam as we know did sleep with Carla before Christmas didn't he so he did I don't really have that much sympathy for him I have to say yeah and then you know in a very unsexy fashion he bought Sarah that smart oven for a birthday yeah I know you think he'd know better wouldn't he considering all the women he's been with so yes (laughs) it's not I mean really that does really sort of say how he views her you know you get a smart oven no, I think you'd rather some sort of like, you know, some nice lingerie and a beautiful yeah. meal and some flowers, yeah. wouldn't you? Just like, yes. yeah, something to cook, cook, his, cook his tea for him. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's thinking with his stomach, not his heart, isn't he? Exactly. <laughs> so I would say that, that, that one present really says a lot about how he views her. Anyway, Adam assures Sarah that Lydia's lying, but when Sarah confronts Lydia, she shows her a bunch of incriminating texts. Um, well, I think, and, yeah, she's really set this up so cleverly, hasn't she? I think yeah. we've seen these, sort of, we've been wondering exactly what she's been up to, but she's definitely been laying the yeah. foundations to just lay it on well. with Sarah, hasn't yeah. she? Because, um, because you know, Sarah says, hey, well, that's not Adam's number. But when Lydia rings it, a phone in Adam's drawer rings. <gasps> How's that happened? It's a burner phone. <laughs> we all know what burner phones is. We watch all these crime dramas yeah. and everyone has a burner phone. If you've phone. watched The Wire, you know what it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, well, I, I guess, you know, if you're having an affair, you would have two phones, wouldn't yes. you? Yes, well, I wouldn't know, Claire, but <laughs> I think actually from watching enough soaps, you're right, that does seem to happen. <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, at this point, Sarah thinks, well, you know, maybe she's telling the truth. And, you know, and the Carla thing's really, you know, really preying on her. So she throws all his clothes out onto the street. Oh, does she? <laughs> yes. I think that's absolutely classic, you know. And Adam, you know, and then this is the really, really well. Not only has he, she just wrecked, you know, Lydia has wrecked his marriage to Sarah. But um, when Adam goes to Lydia's flat to confront her, he walks mass into this massive trap. And as um, you know, when Lydia opens the door, she she plays the victim. She says, "Please don't hurt me." And passes by. Look, she looks. She's putting a scared look on her face. And then when Adam steps into her flat, it's trashed. It's trashed. 
and she's called the police. So it's making him look to be sort of like a, a stalker. A, yeah, violent. I, mean, I say violent, but, you know, an unpleasant stalker. Mm. Well, I don't... You see, actually, she has gone really far with this, hasn't it? And, and I yeah. don't think we know yet, do we, Claire? Um, exactly why she hates him so much. No, mm. but it must be something big. It must be something really big. So, yeah, I'm going to be interesting, interested to see the reveal because you don't get the sense with her that it's just that she's completely kind of crazed stalker. No. You do get the sense, don't you, that there's she's there's something, there's something that she really yeah. wants to get back at him on. Yes, yeah. massive, massive. Oh, I can't and imagine... <laughs> I'm really going that is really going to be so shocking when we find that one out so uh, we've also got a bit of a heartbreaking story coming up haven't we for poor Ches he's really struggling yeah. with his with his money problems and his hundreds of children he's got a lot yes. of children <laughs> but um, it looks like he might lose his firstborn Joseph doesn't it yes so um we've seen Chesney and Gemma you know struggle they've got you know they've got quads how many nappies do they use you know, know all those food washing electricity four sets of clothes four sets of everything and then joseph you know he, he does well but you know in a way i suppose he is slightly ignored a bit yeah and it's difficult and we've seen that sort of chesney and Gemma haven't really been able to afford to get him various yeah. things have they i mean i don't yeah i mean bless it i mean sweet it's not like he's demanding yeah. sort of like 200 pound trainers is he no. but i think he just no. wants some of the basics that his mates yeah. have got yes and um last week we saw his grandma linda his his his, his mum's mum uh, come over from Portugal oh, uh, Katie's, right. Katie's, Katie's mum Linda mom. yes remember that because he was living in Portugal with Linda and Katie when she died and Chesney went and got her back got him back oh that's right um, I'd completely forgotten about that of course <laughs> yeah so you know and, and, and Linda's young so it's not like she would struggle to bring up you know a young boy mm. she's you know she's she's she's, she's we think of grandmas as being grey little old ladies, but that's not Linda at all, because Dev had his eye on her last week. Yeah. Um, no, she's very glam, isn't she? <laughs> no, she's, she's very, very glam. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and Joseph um, overheard a conversation last week between Ches and Gemma, Gemma, and he got the wrong end of the stick. So, uh. when Linda offers to take Joseph to Portugal with her, Ches reluctantly says yes, because obviously she lays it on thick and says what she can mm. do for him. And Joseph agrees because he thinks that Gemma and Ches don't want him. Oh, poor Joseph. I know. Oh, I know. oh, that makes me really sad. I know. <laughs> I mean, he must feel a bit pushed out anyway by this sort of flight with the, when the quads came along. Yes. So, oh, yes. that's really sad. So, uh, does this mean that uh, it's going to be the last we see of Joseph then? Well. You'll have to tune in to find oh, out. Oh, goodness. Rachel. Oh, well, I will do. Yeah, but uh, that, that house is a TARDIS, isn't it, where they live? Because where are they going to put four kids when they grow up a bit? I know how many bedrooms does it have? If it's like a two-bedroom terrace, you've got you've got the parents in one room and five kids in another. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, all the Coronation Street houses are like TARDISes, aren't they? In fact, every soap house is. It's a bit like that on Albert Square as well, yes. and in Emmerdale Village. <laughs> yeah, and also Bernie's living there. I'd forgotten Bernie's oh, living true. there. And where's Linda? Been 
Robin stay. <laughs> no, I think she was in a hotel, didn't she? Yes, so. yes. <laughs> Probably wise. With... <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want to stay in a house with quads, <laughs> would you? <laughs> quads, yeah, mum and dad and a grandma, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. So that's, a, that's an absolute classic, but only classic this week, but only four eps. Right, but, okay. Um, well, so moving on to Emmerdale then. So uh, have we got a bit of a change around as well with them? I think there's a change around. No, no, no. They're doing six, they're normal six episodes. But yeah, um, it's on every every day apart from Tuesday this week. Oh, there's a big football match on Tuesday. That's right. Yeah, but and then they're just sort of doubling up on a few episodes, yeah. aren't they, to yeah. make sure we don't miss anything. Few, yes. I'm relieved about that at least. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it sounds like there's a lot of drama going on for Marlon and Rona this week, though. I know, I know. Marlon and Rona, well, Rona's not been terribly honest, has she, with her partner Marlon? No. Not over Pierce and Marcus. No, I mean, I know it's a bit of a touchy subject, Pierce, obviously. But I mean, yeah, Marcus, that was a bit of a shocker wasn't it that he turned up so they do start the week on the rocks and they end it with a marriage proposal well that's a bit of a surprise i didn't think that was going to (laughs) happen well at the beginning of the week marlon finally finds out about marcus's identity now now we as we remember uh, you know pierce pierce um it was a really nasty guy and he did he did attack and rape rona on her wedding night all those years well, ago yeah i mean awful i mean he yeah. was you know he was a, a good villain shall we say yeah. but i mean yeah in terms of uh his yeah bit his character in the show and poor rona he was just yeah. so horrible wasn't he he was and then when he came back and killed graham of course he set marlon up for the fall and marlon went to prison for yeah. a, a good couple of months didn't yeah. he yeah so uh, he did ruin marlon's life as well yeah. for, <laughs> so you kind of need to bring that up because you know mm. you can't really hide it from your partner no so, and i can imagine sort of like that he's not going to be that pleased to see sort of like the the son of pierce is he sort of swanning no. around yeah. No, he feels hurt and angry. And I think, um, you know, I think, I think he has a right to feel hurt and angry because it is a big secret to keep from your partner, a massive secret. Yeah, huge. Um, and uh, the pair have a big argument, and Marcus, overhearing, tells Marlon not to take his anger over Pierce out on Rona because, you know, Ma- Marcus is also innocent. He shouldn't be blamed for his father's crimes he's he didn't do them he's not you know no so no he's nothing to do with him and oh no. yeah i mean i can understand why marlon's so angry but in a way i can also understand why rona hasn't wanted to talk about it yeah. because i think you know obviously she still must have a bit of ptsd really over yeah. everything that went on wasn't she so yes. yeah so and in an attempt to save their her relationship rona rona proposes not marlon rona proposes oh, so goodness. And it's not even it's not even uh, Valentine's yeah. Day or a leap year. It's not even a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will Marlon say yes? Oh well, do you know? I hope so because I love these two together, and I know they've had a very checkered romantic history, haven't they? Been together and then not together and then together again, but. Um, but, however, I'm not sure whether it's a good idea to have a marriage proposal on the back of, like, you're just panicking that your yes. other half's going to run off. I mean, mm, yeah, it's not very romantic, is it? No. <laughs> and then we have to move on to Mina. Uh, well, of course. Uh, Mina. 
She never goes Mina. away, does she ever? She doesn't. <laughs> can't, can't do anything to eradicate her. So isn't, she's in prison now, though, isn't she? I know. Yeah. So, so we couldn't talk about this. So we had the wedding, Billy and Dawn's wedding. And they, they did get married, and that was the romantic bit. And then she kidnapped them, and they got to the viaduct, didn't they? Yes. Where she fired a gun, but it was Russian roulette-style gun. Yes. Yeah, it was so brilliant, that. <laughs> <laughs> really sort of nail-biting. And then Liam pushed her off the bridge, didn't he? I know, and we all thought, hooray, he's got rid of her, but no. no. <laughs> she's like the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> So, at the moment, um, she's in prison claiming that she killed Ben in self-defence. And we don't know that she killed Leanna, or the police don't know that she killed Leanna. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And the police don't know that she killed Andrea. Or Andrea either, no. Yeah, let alone sort of like the uh, friend, I can't remember her friend's name, that she killed all those years ago. Yeah. Yes. So, so yes, she's in she's in prison, and Charles um, Charles visits her because you know as a as a vicar, um, you know he's reaching out, um, and he struggles when Mina tells him that he murdered his one time partner Andrea. Gosh, yeah, of course, because he was he was quite in love with Andrea yes. at that point. Yeah. Although I know he's always been a little bit romantically torn because he's still got a bit of a thing about Manpreet, yes. hasn't he? But yes. I mean, that's oh, she's so horrible, Mina, isn't she? Yes. Fancy sort of telling him about that when it was somebody yeah. he loved. I know. So she delights. She well, she's a serial killer. She delights in telling Charles just how she killed Andrew, and you know this upsets him massively, massively. And she had been playing him. Um, and when Charles refuses to visit her in jail again, Mina's plan is foiled. We don't know what she's up to, do we? We never know what she's up to, though. We never know what she's Rachel. up to, but she's that's the thing. Because she's a yeah. psychopath, an actual psychopath, she likes playing games, doesn't she? And she's yes. always got these little plots and plans. It's not it's not quite, you know, just off of the top of her head, is it? Yeah. So, yeah. well, I can't... I don't know what she's trying to do with him. I mean, presumably, I she's trying to get herself out of prison some way or another. Yes. Yes, mm. she must be. But you don't cross a serial killer, do you, Rachel? Uh, no, definitely. You definitely don't cross Mina. <laughs> you so, end up with sort of like one of your sort of uh, treasured pieces of jewellery or something in a little box buried in yes. the ground. So. <laughs> so I think there must be an explosive ending coming to this. Explosive. I think so, yeah. Well, they're, they're going to have to do that now, aren't they? Because yeah. you feel like even though she's in prison, she's still winning. There's got to yeah. be a way for sort yeah. of... Of like her everything to come out and really that's it you know yeah, yeah. yes yes so we're, we're just we're just hanging on in there and waiting for that yeah yeah be good right so uh from emmerdale village we're going to another village hollyoaks village this week now i think uh fortunately hollyoaks keeps all its normal episodes so that's something at any rate yes <laughs> yes <laughs> but there's a few sinister secrets going on this week is there with uh mercedes and bobby Yes, yes. So we know that Mercy and Bob, Bobby don't have the best mum-son relationship, do they? No. So it's always been very tricky between them, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And um, especially after Bobby left stepdad Silver to die in the Salon de Tay explosion. Yes, which is, yeah, obviously that's <laughs> really not what you want to do. He's not turning into a very nice person, is he, Bobby? No. 
So, and then this is really scary. Um, this week, Mercy finds a secret door in their house. A secret door? How big is their house? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you, on the internet, you keep saying, people say, look, I found this secret room in my house. You know, yeah. it's always a bit scary. Probably I don't like so that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so there's a secret room in the house. And Bobby makes a drastic decision. Oh, what could, so, what is that? Well, obviously the door has something to do with Bobby. And later, Teresa can't find Mercy and Bobby and calls a family meeting. And when we hear a voiceover from Mercy defending Bobby, um, his sinister online friend is revealed. (gasps) Oh, who is the online friend, Claire? Is it someone we already know? I don't know. Is he living behind the door, the secret door in the house? Who knows? Oh, oh, no, that's really chilling. No, I don't even want to think about that. How horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's been like, isn't there there that movie called Hider in the House where someone hid in in the loft and spied on someone? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. And I think there's been a few real-life cases of that. I can't think of anything less. I'm going to have to check check my loft hatch later, I think. (laughs) That is a bit scary, isn't it? And later when Lobby... Sorry. And later when Bobby's lies start to unravel just what is going on. Wow. I'm going to be... Intrigued to find out what that is, and I'm sure you, you're not going to be able to tell me at the moment. But ooh. no, I can't say anything. Oh dear. Oh well, uh, well, that's kind of uh, floored me a little bit. But um, we've also got some more drama with our teenagers, the parents to be. They're having a bit of a hard time this week, yes. aren't they? Yes. So. Um, Ella deals with symptoms of her pregnancy alone as uh, things turn sour between her and Charlie um, because of the scheduling of the first baby scan. And when Ella turns up to her first scan all alone, she gets some heartbreaking news. Oh, goodness, really heartbreaking news. Yes. Oh, oh, that's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Especially if she's there on her own because she's so young. Poor girl. She is. No one should let her go. go go to that scan on her yeah. own um and we'll have you'll have to turn in to find out what tune in to what find out is. what the heartbreaking news is yeah no i will now there seems to be a lot of heartbreak this week i don't know if i'm gonna be able to deal with it all <laughs> okay well last but most definitely not least it's all lies on albert square this week isn't it claire because yeah. it is finally the big reveal about tina for shirley I know. This is what we've been waiting for because Shirley finally discovers that Tina is dead. Oh, yeah, that's good. She's going to be so heartbroken. Yeah. I know. The pic, you know, we, you know, um, when Shirley does this on screen, Linda Henry, who plays her, uh, is just amazing. You see her face scrunch up in this mask of despair. It's she she does it really really well, mm. um, and we know that the sisters were really close, weren't they? Really close, her and Tina. And you know, Shirley had been looking for Tina for over a year. Yeah, I know. And, it's been a, yeah, been a long time. And you're right yeah. about Linda Henry being good because she does play that heartbreak so well. Because obviously Shirley's normally a bit kind of tough and yes. rough, isn't she? So yeah. yeah, yes. So um yeah. So as we remember, Tina disappeared in December 2020. That was the end of December. I think it was in the Christmas holidays mm. um, when when Gray murdered her. And Shirley thought that she had just run away because she was in the frame, wasn't she? At one point for the attack on Ian Beale. 
Yes, that's right. So, yeah, so everybody yeah. was thinking that it was her who'd attacked Ian Beale, didn't we? Gosh, it seems like such a long time yes. ago now, but yes. <laughs> was it? I know, that's why I keep... Re- that's why I'm just going yeah. over it, because, like, you think, oh, that was, yeah, yeah. Ian Beale being attacked, yeah, that Lost. was ages ago. But we all know the truth. We, the fans, know the truth, don't we? Well, yeah, I know, Very exactly. Yeah. We've known all along, you know, and that's the fans have known all along that he's a killer and nobody else yes. really has, has worked that out yet. Well, other no. than Whitney and Kira, but they think he's just killed Chantel. So, um, yes. Yeah. So Heartless Grey, her killer, gave Shirley some hope because he said he'd seen her on a bus, didn't he? Yeah, he did, which I oh, that's so cruel to yeah. do that, I think. Oh, yeah. But he was covering up the fact that he was using uh, Tina's bank card, yes. wasn't he? Because he yeah. sort of, he needed some money because he was running out of cash. So yeah. yeah. But that all pointed that Tina might still be alive if she was accessing her bank accounts. Mm, yeah. So, um, you know, and this week when the dreadful news comes in that the body's in the argy bargy, that's you know, that's that's so close. That must be you know, that must really haunt both Shirley and Mick because while Tina was biologically Mick's aunt, they were actually brought up as brother and sister. So yeah. really, I think he considers her as his sister. Yeah. Um, but yes, so they must be... Shirley Mick must, must just be distraught to think of their sister lying dead so close to the pub and not knowing. All that time, I know. Yeah. I don't know how she's going to be able to get over that, no. her or Mick. Awful. Yeah. But, you know, Shirley, you don't pull a fast one on our Shirley. And she's suspicious, isn't she, over this bus thing and the money thing. Oh, yeah. And she tells DCI Arthurs that Grey saw her on a bus. Okay, so she knows. Of yeah, I mean it's quite obvious that Grey was lying. Yes, you know. Um, so hopefully Shirley is going to be able to point the police in Grey's direction yeah. because I mean that would be great, wouldn't it? If they really yes. start to investigate him. You know what would be really nice? If we actually had a policeman in the square that investigated a crime and brought it to fruition. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it would be handy if there was a policeman in the square, wouldn't there? Uh, Jack yeah. Running. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't ever solve any crimes, Jack. <laughs> he doesn't, does he? I don't know what he does. He just walks around in his very nice camel coat, yeah. doesn't he? I know. <laughs> Not arresting so... people. <laughs> I know. So, so... um. Mick gets more bad news this week as well, Rachel, because the divorce papers arrived from his estranged wife, Linda. Ah, well, writing on the wall, wasn't it? I think at one point we all felt that he, uh, him and Linda might be able to, you know, get back together one way or another. But I think after seeing the state she was in at Christmas when sort of like Nancy went to go and visit her, you know, it's just, yeah, it's over, isn't it? I think... So we know Danny Dyer is leaving. So do we think he will leave solo, a, de- a dejected Mick? Or, or maybe, maybe I, the pair will ride off into the sunset? Well, I know he's leaving and I know I have just said that it seems like um, he, you know, sort of like their marriage is finally over. But I really hope they can find a way back together because I you know it's the Carters of the Carters it's Mick and Linda forever isn't it you know and I I think I think the fans would love it if there was Linda because really all of Linda's uh, rejection of Mick is to do with the fact that that she's alcoholic and I think if she can 
they can find their way back together that's what i want i'm yeah i won't be happy yeah. i think if he just like goes off on his own <laughs> i should complain the... <laughs> well it could go either way really um mm. Uh, so anyway but there's a bit of a there's a bit of mm, a bit of an odd romance isn't there between Harvey yes. and Jean um, oh, no. developing now I like the both of them but I think <laughs> Harvey obviously hasn't had that full experience of Jean's previous history because obviously she's bipolar isn't she yeah yeah so she's full steam ahead isn't she at the moment Very um, much. But poor Harvey has a lot on his mind because he is currently meant to be signing a witness statement against his son, Aaron, which would see him jailed. And Aaron, I think, is having a hard time in prison, isn't he? Yeah, really I hard time, feeling. obviously, yeah. because of, you know, the, the, his crimes, you know, what yes. he's done. Yeah. Yes. So, Stacey is worried about her mum. I think she's worried that maybe the bipolar's come back, don't you? I think so, because I think there's been some clues. She's not quite right at the moment, yes. is she? And I think this yes. whole thing with Harvey has also been a little bit odd. It's, it's too yes. full on, you know, yes. but because yes. he's not, um, you know, as I say, he doesn't know her very well, then... Yeah. 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 No, it's yeah, I know. I think Stacy's worried about it. She's on too much of a high at the moment. So we have to ask is Jean well? Yeah. Well, I know. And that's the worry. I yeah. think it is good though, Claire, don't you think that they do revisit this storyline with her bipolar yeah. quite often because I think it's, you know, it's important. It's not not just to do it once and then brush it under the carpet. Yeah. You know, it's something you live with for life, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay, so well, we have another soap fan in your house, then, don't we, Rachel? Your cat. I know. Can, <laughs> can you hear her? <laughs> she does. She does quite like the soaps, actually. She's quite fond of EastEnders, I have to say. <laughs> oh well, thank you, Claire. I really love doing that. I'm a bit exhausted now from all that drama. Uh, but I will just have to remember to get my highlighter pen out for the magazines to make sure I don't miss any of the episodes because they're all moving around, but they all sound really gripping. So enjoy the soaps and Hannah will be back next week for more Soap Secrets. <laughs>